It's the Nighttime Show with your host, Stephen Kramer Glickman. Here with us always, my dearest friend and compadre, Mr. Matt Walker. Today on the show, we are live from the Beverly Hilton with Michelin star awarded chef, Chef Filippo, his wonderful and uh, talented sister, Sitsi. Uh, close, I'm getting close. And then... His uh, his friend and uh, and partner in uh, in crime and this whole thing, Michelangelo. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the nighttime show. That was pretty good. I, I look. I'm better. no Mike. I'm no Mike Black, but I'm trying it's my best. Um, yeah. This is an amazing honor to have you have you guys here. Uh, the other night, here's how this went down. The other night, for uh, right after the Oscars, I got to have dinner. And it was uh, prepared by uh, by Chef Filippo, and it was uh, it, it was the most insane dinner I've ever had. I'm still recovering <laughs> from this dinner. It was outrageous dinner. Can we walk through what the what the menu was like uh, for for that evening? Can we just well, talk about it for just a second? Sure, yeah. definitely. Do you, do, you remember, uh, do you remember what it was? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to do the introduction of every dish, so I think we remember very well <laughs> uh, uh so real quick i have i may have it here on my phone that we can we can i i took pictures of it because i was i was <laughs> so completely i actually took pictures of your menu okay. uh of like of the yeah. way that your menu is prepared is this is Easy. that pretty much my right menu, my, my technical menu all right so what what came first that night the first time is uh, happiness for the um Panino with uh, mortadella and um, crema di pistacchio, cream, pistacchio cream and uh, cheese. Oh Caciocavallo cheese. Oh my lord. It was insane. It was insane. It was very small. It was like a little mini sandwich and it was absolutely incredible. What, what was after that? Yeah. Um, crema di zucca uh, with uh, un cubo nero di zola. Formaggio italiano fantastico. And uh, then it was a cream, like a soup, but then inside it was a beautiful square of a blue cheese, uh, and a special blue cheese bring from, brought from Italy. Where, wow. where did you... No, no, this blue cheese was not just a piece of blue cheese. It was, uh, it was like, fried. It was fried. Wow. It was fried blue cheese. Wow. Yeah, it's no joke. Sounds good. Yeah, but it was fried, <laughs> no and joke. then when you break it, and the whole thing inside yeah. melted oh, out. Uh, I God, mean, and mixed with the soup. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I've never seen anything like that. What about what, what was next? What was next? El prossimo è l'astice con le mele e il calvados. Then you had the lobster with apples. Okay. Yeah. Did you I eat that? Uh, no, they brought they they made me something else instead. Okay. I believe because you're kosher, you can't <laughs> yeah, eat that. Yeah, I, I was like, you can't eat, eat that. that what? Piece. <laughs> Everyone else though loved it. <laughs> Everyone else is like, that's great. I love yeah. lobster. <laughs> what yeah. what did we have after that? The lab um, e la Caesar salad e il veni vidi vici e la Caesar salad secondo me. I, know, I came, I saw, I conquered. That's what I picked up. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Exactly. I know that. Nice. Exactly. Nice. There was the Italian version I of came, the Caesar salad. I came, I saw, I croutoned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? What was it? The Italian version of the Caesar salad. Mm -hmm. Right. And his version of the Caesar salad. Which is actually Mexican in origin, by the way, Caesar salads. Really? Invented in Tijuana. Oh, is really? True? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was wow. invented in Tijuana. The Caesar salad. By a guy named Caesar. That's why it's called the Caesar salad. Are you serious? Serious, hundred percent serious. Look it up. Google it. Matt. Matt is a <laughs> huge food nerd. He knows oh. all this stuff. 
Questo è il piatto invece a cui sono più affezionato. Si chiama Reginetta. This dish is called Reginetta. Okay, well. È un piatto che ho fatto pensando a una delle mie attrici preferite, Sofia Loren. Yeah, this, uh, he made this dish thinking about one of the best, I mean, the actress, that she, uh, his favorite <laughs> mm-hmm. actress, which was Sofia Loren. E vi racconto il perché è nato il piatto. And he will say how the dish was uh, born. È nato perché lei quando vinse l'Oscar... Uh, la intervistarono e gli dissero come si sente da italiana a vincere l'Oscar. Uh, when she won the Oscar, uh, they asked her how do, you th- how do you feel being an Italian winning an Oscar? E yeah. lei rispose semplicemente I'm not Italian, I'm Napolitan. <laughs> <laughs> And she answered I'm not Italian, I'm Napolitan. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. Wow. Which one's this one? Quindi è pasta con il uh, ragù alla napoletana. I, I guess you got that pasta ragù yes. napolitan pasta ragù yep. Yep. e dopo ci sono praticamente i, i tortelli i ravioli then you have the raviolis ravioli di, con la crema di parmigiano with the parmesan cream con la salsa allo zafferano with the sauce uh, the saffron saffron sauce e lo sobuco all'interno dei ravioli and then also buco inside the ravioli you told us something about the saffron for that night too that yeah, was... yeah that, yes, that yes, dish yes. was called or is called the gold of l'aquila uh, yeah. l'aquila it's a small beautiful place uh, in italy close to rome actually a few years ago they had an earthquake a big earthquake there and the saffron comes from there And uh, it's so precious, that's why it's called gold <laughs> from <laughs> L'Aquila. It's because to make just a gram of the saffron, you need so many, many, many plants. Yeah. So actually, to, to, to explain to you how, how big it is, it can cost up to 20,000 euros a yeah. kilo of wow. that saffron. Wow. Oh my God. È chiamato l'oro rosso. Yeah. It's called the, 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 the red gold. So, so don't smuggle cocaine, smuggle saffron in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Now, you guys also mentioned about the pasta, too, that something was really interesting about the way that, the, the, that it was hung. It was, they, they hang it by the, by the ocean? Is that true? Was that yeah, no, no, no. It's actually true. And the pasta that we have, it's a pasta that, you know, all the pasta that you see in supermarkets and yeah. everywhere, it's a pasta that has been dried. In two, three hours. Yeah. I mean, really uh, quick. Okay. And a high temperature. So it's almost cooked. And that forms some crystals inside the pasta. Mm-hmm. And then when you try to eat it al dente, it's really hard to eat it al dente. That's why yeah. maybe in America, al dente is not that famous. or that uh, fa- It's not a favorite way to eat the pasta. Mm-hmm. But then our pasta has been dry for 36 hours. Okay? Mm-hmm. Longer. Uh, with the uh, ocean breeze uh, close to it. And a temperature that it's uh, kind of low. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when the pasta dries, it's actually not cooked. And then when you open the package and you cook it, then is when you cook the pasta. It takes up, up to 17 minutes sometimes to wow. cook it. And yeah. now you can eat al dente because you don't have those crystals inside the pasta. Wow. It's interesting. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. All right. What, else, what, what came next? What came next? Next is the branzino con il giardino di verdure. Perché un piatto, oltre che buono, deve essere anche bello. 
Yes, that's a sea bass that has a garden of vegetables in oh. it. Uh, say vegetables, Tiziana. Oh. She loves to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, here, here, here. Say Come vegetable, on. Tiziana. No, Michelangelo is uh, terrible. My <laughs> pronunciation is terrible because uh, I say uh, vegetables. There you okay. Go. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Vegetables. Io dico direttamente verdure, così non mi sbaglio. He says directly veggies, that's veggies. it. Veggies. <laughs> veggies. I love it, I love it. All right, what did we, uh, what did we end up with next after, next. The, after the sea bass? Where are we at? Questo è un piatto ancora della tradizione italiana. È il manzo all'olio e il um, con la patata alla senape. So it's still a tradition dish, a traditional Italian dish. Uh, this is veal with uh, Patata, uh, senape, potatoes potato. and uh, the sauce of uh, senape, which is... Uh, mustard. 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 Is that... È l'insalata di spinaci cruda con il formaggio parmigiano-reggiano, che ovviamente non può mai mancare. It's raw spinach, <laughs> uh, raw spinach salad with uh, parmesan uh, cheese on top. Okay, all right. Uh, what what do we got left? What do we got left? Left why? And what what what's what else? Is there more? More? Uh, Just everything? <laughs> oh, but then you did. Si si si. Dopo ci sono i dolci. Then you guys all did, also did dessert too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah. dessert comes. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the dessert that night? Dessert. I dessert dell'altra sera c'era il bicchierin. I bicchierin. You had the bicchierin. It's called. That's a small drink. Che era una. What was in the small drink? Bicchierin. Uh, cosa era dentro? Dentro c'era del cacao. Uh, it was cocoa, I mean chocolate. Yeah. E um, un, un, uno scotch alla, alla mela. And then you have a scotch, uh, apple scotch. Oh. Wow. <laughs> My God. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> And then you guys did this strawberry thing. It was like strawberries yeah, yeah, with yeah. a thing. What was, what was that? L'altro invece era un crumble. It's the craziest meal I've ever yeah. had in my life. But it's not like I had this and then the next night had the same meal. Yeah. You know, it's not. You're yeah. at Wendy's the next night. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had Marie Callender's earlier in the day. Yeah. It was nowhere close to as good. Um, sorry, Marie Callender's, if you're listening. L'altro invece era un crumble alla mela, un crumble alle nocciole, un crumble alle nocciole con... Uh, una tagliata di fragole, quindi con le fragole, fragole in Macedonia, gelato alla vaniglia, aria di menta e una cialda di lingua di gatto. Ok, let me see if I remember <laughs> Come all on, that. Michelangelo, I believe uh, in you. Uh, Come on. I got the vanilla gelato. Wow. So we have some, of course, strawberries. Right. Ok, you have some crumbles of uh, biscotti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you have some, uh, what he calls an air of mint yeah. which is amazing it's yeah. uh, it's beautiful <laughs> it's a foam uh, made out of mint yeah, and then we had also gelato ice cream, uh, ice cream. well he said that yeah. ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> a, a beautiful uh, vanilla ice cream made in house that night at that moment oh my yeah. god yes. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and then you have a uh, chambella it's a, a, a small like an um, it's it's a really thin uh, uh, pastry 
yes. made with the hazelnuts. Wow. wow. Yeah. Sounds amazing. It was it was yeah. outrageous. Why didn't you invite yeah, me? Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> next time, Matt. Yeah. Next time, you'll so, come with me. How did you get started in, in cooking? Ho iniziato molto giovane, e avevo circa 15 anni, però il fatto di sapere di voler diventare uno chef è stato anche principalmente grazie a mia sorella. Uh, he started very very young actually when he was 15 years old he started he loved uh, cooking and then uh, he pursued his passion. Did, did you have family that cooked a lot too? Or? Assolutamente sì, mia mamma cucina per tutti noi e per le nostre famiglie, quindi è una grande chef, è lei lo chef. So, yes, absolutely, yes, uh, my mom is the one who cooks for everybody, she's an amazing cook, and he says that actually my mom is the chef. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, right? Uh, that's, no, that's amazing. What was your favorite dish when you were a kid? Was there a dish when you were growing up that was your favorite? Il piatto favorito? Il mio piatto favorito è banale, è il minestrone di verdure. It's a really simple, it's a vegetables minestrone. <laughs> yeah. I like. That's yeah. his favorite. What about you, Michelangelo? What was your favorite when you were a kid? Ah, when I was a kid. Delizia limone. Thank you, Chef. That was exactly, exactly that one. Delizia limone, which Chef Filippo prepares for me sometimes. It's amazing because it's uh, made with a beautiful cream of lemon. And it's, uh, that tradition was started, if I'm not mistaken, in Capri, Amalfi Coast. Amalfi, Amalfi Coast. Amalfi Coast. Mm -hmm. Because they have uh, those beautiful lemons that they look like a big giant coconut, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. Yellow. <laughs> and uh, the skin of the lemon is being used to do the famous limoncello. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then also from there is born the, this delizia limone that Chef Filippo does. It's I can't talk. It's uh, my wa my mouth is watering. <laughs> wow. What wow. about what about what about you, uh, Tsitsi? I prefer spaghetti, spaghetti with tomato sauce. <laughs> 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 no, mi no, without meatball. Yeah, no, no meatball. meatball. Just Separate. Yes, yeah, separate. separate. Yeah. Matt, what about you? What was the uh, the your your favorite thing when you were a kid? Pancakes. Really? Pancakes and bacon. <laughs> Pancakes my favorite and bacon. thing. It's still Just your favorite thing. Still my favorite thing, pretty much. Yeah. I know. When I was a kid, my mom used to make potato latkes. Do you know what those mm -hmm. are? They're like uh, potato pancakes. Mm -hmm. Very Jewish, very Jewish. Oh. She would make the, they were the be, they were my favorite thing, and they're, they're still probably one of my favorite things. I don't think I can eat those anymore. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they were, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to have them anymore. But they were they were very good. They made me uh, physically who I am today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so when uh, where do, where did you uh, both grow up? What what part of the world? Where where were you? Dove originally? dove dove voi avete cresciuto in Italia? Noi siamo cresciuti in Basilicata, sud Italia. Uh, they, were grown, they were grown in uh, uh, the Basilicata, which is uh, south of Italy. Wow, do you, uh, when's the last time you went back? Do you go back home very often or not very Quando often? Quando è stata l'ultima volta che siete stati lì? Andate a casa molto spesso o no? Um, the last time is in August because we have a part of family. And, uh, but we live now in uh, Trentino Alto Adige, in north of Italy. Wow. The family uh, is uh, in Trentino Alto Adige. And yeah. also the job 
our job. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, now you've lived in lots of places around the around the world. Um, you b- have you both lived in lots of places together? Wait, wait, before we wait, wait, before we get into places you've lived. Brother and sister, right? Yeah, <laughs> this is. Uh, I I didn't I didn't realize that when, the other night, and that is uh, fascinating. How did you? How did how did this happen? How did you? Who came, who started first? Who, chi ha cominciato who started prima, cooking first? Chi ha cominciato prima? Chi ha fatto prima de vot de voi Beh, ho cominciato prima io, però poi mi ero reso conto che mi mancava qualcosa e quindi ho chiamato subito lei. Quindi... Uh, I, I, he's the one who started first, but then he realized that something was missing and definitely he called his sister. Oh, wow, really? Siamo abituati a lavorare insieme. Lui cucina, io sono in sala. Non sono solo il sommelier, mi occupo del servizio di sala. So they're, they're used to work together now, and uh, she's not only the, the sommelier, of course, oh, but yeah. she also is the one who works in the sala and the salon where everything is happening. Wow. wow. Oh, that's so great. Tu l'altra sera hai visto i piatti vanno raccontati? E vanno saputi anche spiegare, altrimenti non sono niente. Uh, as uh, he was explaining it, that uh, last night, and you were the last night, uh, you yeah. were the other night there, where every dish was introduced, and she was the one who introduced every dish, because yeah. he names the dishes, and she explained why he named it that way. <laughs> wow! E poi finisco, e lei li racconta con, innanzitutto con professionalità, ma poi li racconta, ed è anche la mia prima assaggiatrice dei piatti che faccio, e poi li racconta anche con un po' di amore fraterno. Yeah, so, not only she introduces the dishes, but uh, she also tastes the dishes before, she loves it, wow. and uh, when she says the story, she, uh, or, yeah, the story of the dish, she not only is a very professional one, but also she loves and she puts the passion in saying it. Yeah, of course, there is a... There is a <laughs> it's the sister and brother thing, you know. I love it. Hey, um, man, this is a lot of fun. Are you having a good time there, Matt I'm Walker? I'm having a great time. Man, oh, man, do I love uh, recording episodes of the Nighttime Show podcast. But you know what I love doing even more than that? What do you love more than that? Popping open a bottle of Fireball whiskey, which I happen to have with me right here. <laughs> that you is a bottle what? of Fireball. It is. It's a big bottle. It says Fireball whiskey, and it is yummy, yum, yums, uh, cinnamon flavor. I'm actually, I don't know if you... I don't know if you can hear it, but if I hold up the bottle, you can hear the bottle talk. Hang you on, can't I'm hear a bottle hold, talk. Hold. Wait, shh. Just listen real quiet. Oh, what's happening, everybody? How are y'all doing tonight? Hey, there's my Whoa. bottle of Fireball hey, Whiskey. That bottle's talking. That's, That's a crazy. real bottle that can talk. Yeah, That's amazing. What's happening, Matt? You said you were having a good time, right? I am having a good time. You want to have a great time? Yeah, you want to have a great time? You got to... Pop the, we're going to pop this bottle up, and I'm going to put you in my mouth. Yeah. You ready for that? Oh, I've been ready my whole bottle oh, up. Oh, I want oh. you so deep down my oh. throat. Here oh. we go. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it all. Oh. Give it to Here me, baby. I'm, I'm opening it. Oh, can you smell it? Oh. <laughs> well, you swallowed that whole bottle of Fireball. That's amazing. Well, it was a, a nice. It was a lot of Fireball, and it's down in my belly. Are you down there? Steven. 
This is a blast, man. Thanks for swallowing me. Hey, how's it going in my uh, in my stomach? How is it down there? Oh, it's really great. Hey, did you go to In-N-Out? <laughs> I did. Oh, man, lucky me. Yeah, you better enjoy some of that, buddy. Those are for yeah, for y'all. <laughs> this is great, man. Let's for get y'all. loose. Let's get loose. Let's have a good time. I'm going to shake my belly around. Oh, wait, whoa. 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 Hey, you see a TV guide in there? Yeah. Whoa, yeah, actually yeah, I do. One of the it's dog a TV guy. There's a TV and a TV in there. Turn around, you can see it Darn. on the wall. Cool. Um it's Sanyos, I believe. <laughs> Sanyos <laughs> fireball. What do you see on the TV? Oh my gosh, lucky me. What is this a, get out is it are you, is it an old episode of Quantum Leap? Yeah. Whoa. Is he ever going to get back? I don't know. I don't know. But enjoy that, buddy. And thanks for being in my stomach. Fireball whiskey. It's a party in your stomach and a party in your heart. Fireball whiskey. Bye. All right. Let's get back to the show. Uh, so, Titi, now well, that you're in California right now and you're an expert in wine, how do you compare wines in California to wines in Italy? Be brutal. <laughs> I don't care about wine, so you can tell me either way. <laughs> allora, io amo tantissimo la California perché ha dei vini eccezionali. E, però anche noi, insomma, abbiamo dei grandi vini, soprattutto rossi. E, e io in particolar modo amo il Barolo. She, she really loves and appreciates the, the wine in California because California has amazing wines. But also in Italy, we have uh, very nice wines, uh, above everything, the red wines, and uh, particularly uh, she loves the Barolo. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are there any wines in Italy sold in a box? They sell any box wines. Does that Do happen you know in Italy? Is that just California? Box wines? Do you know they make box yeah. wine here in, in uh, America? Non lo so se voi sapete, ma in America se fanno anche il vino dentro la scatola. Quella, no, no, tetra, no. Tetra, anche la birra. Io ah, so she saw birra. also the beer she saw in a box. No, il vino, il vino si fa in vigna. The wine is being made in a winery. Uh-huh. E poi è importantissimo la cantina. And then, of course, inside the, ca- the, the canteen where they <laughs> bottle the thing. No, in box. No, box. never in a box. No, not in a box. You no heard box. it here. Not in a box. Wines in a bottle. <laughs> what are the, what are the, uh, posi- the pl- positives of working brother and sister together? What are the positives? un feeling particolare. Eh, lui è molto severo quando lavora, non è più mio fratello, diventa l'executive chef, eh, però noi ci capiamo, non c'è bisogno di parole, eh, c'è un'intesa particolare, basta guardarsi. Uh, it's a very particular feeling working together. Uh, when he works in the kitchen, he's not his brother, her brother anymore. <laughs> Now he's the executive chef. Uh, he's very, very strict and severe. And this and uh, but uh, they, they don't need to talk anymore. They with the just with the view. I mean, they see each other. They understand each other. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. E poi se c'è qualcosa che non va, anche se sbaglia un collaboratore, se la prende con me. <laughs> and she says that even that something doesn't goes well, doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. Then, even though that the mistake wasn't made by her, but somebody else, he goes to her and she... He, he Sono la sua valvola di sfogo. Really? Oh, sure. So as we say in the she's US, a stress reliever. As we say yes, in the US, the I buck am. stops with her. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. So, you, you're from... I want to hear it from the chef as well. Yeah. So, what are the positives and negatives of working with your sister? 
che cose positive e negative del lavorare con tua, con tua sorella? Positivo è che sono sempre sicuro che i miei piatti vengono spiegati e alle, alle persone e fatti, fatti mangiare bene, insomma. Uh, pos uh, positively it's the fact that she re that he's relaxed because she, uh, he knows that the dish is going to be explained in the right way to the people yeah no, that's understandable. negativo è che è vero <laughs> negativo è che invece è, è vero è la mia valvola di sfogo e quindi molte volte la tratto male ingiustamente and the negative part of this is that she's really her, his stress relief but Um, unfortunately, sometimes he's unfair to her. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Makes, makes sense. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Now, uh, when you started, you said you started cooking at 15. When you started cooking professionally, was that at 15? Like, that's your first job as a cook? Quando sei cominciato, hai detto 15 anni, ma quando hai cominciato professionalmente? A 18 anni ho iniziato già in maniera professionale, perché ho capito che era la mia passione, era la mia, la mia vita, quindi io amo il mio lavoro e sono fortunato. He started at 18 years old because he loves what he does, uh, what he does, and uh, he loves the way he cooks, and now he started at 18 years old. Wow. And then how long... Did you work there in Italy and then you, I know you were in the Navy, I believe, right? And then did that take you around the world or, or how did that work? Assolutamente. Assolutamente, perché oltre a cucinare mi piaceva anche viaggiare e quindi ho unito le due cose. Poi quando ho capito che la marina diventava più importante della cucina, allora ho salutato e ho continuato a cucinare. Definitely, because he not, not only loves cook, but, uh, cooking, but he also loves to travel. Mm -hmm. But when uh, he was in the Navy, and then he realized that the Navy it's, uh, were beca was becoming more important than cooking, then he said bye to the Navy and keep on cooking. Yeah, wow. What a, what, now, when you were uh, cooking for the Navy, where were you stationed to be able to do something like that? Dove, quando cucinava per la marina, dove era stazionato ogni volta che faceva? Mm, no, eravamo praticamente, giravamo il mondo in realtà, non siamo mai stati fermi in un posto. But we really never stayed fits in one place, we were traveling all around the world. Wow, mm -hmm. amazing. So how do you end up going from... Uh, Where, you know, where you're, you know, traveling around, you know, with the Navy to being in Dubai. Can you kind of walk us to that, from that story, through that story? Come sei arrivato dalla Marina dopo arrivato a Dubai? Il passaggio è stato un po' più lungo, però io ho lasciato la Marina e ho iniziato a capire che se volevo diventare veramente bravo dovevo iniziare a viaggiare e ho scelto Dubai perché mi incuriosiva. Uh, once he left the Navy, then he said, well, I'm going to be a really professional chef. That's what I want to be. So the only way to do it is I need to travel around the world. And uh, he chose Dubai because it was very curious for him. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Now, wait. Hang on. Hang on just a second. Um, <laughs> I, we, were, we were doing some reading earlier today, and it said... We saw on the uh, on the internet that you had worked under uh, some some you know to to get experience. You worked yeah. under some very famous chefs. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's let me just bring these guys up really quick before we move on. 
Uh, do, 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 do. Um, he, will you tell me his name just so I don't... Gual- Gualtiero Marchesi. Gualtiero Marchesi. Gualtiero Marchesi. Wow, bravissimo. Bravo. Bella pronuncia. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Gualtiero Marchesi was... Uh, he was an, uh, uh, the Italian uh, Michelin star chef at the Alberta... Alber- Alberta... Alberetta. Alberetta restaurant. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he and so he was your mentor. Was he one of yeah. your mentors? Yes. Is yes. he? You have an, you have other another mentor as well? No, il uh, mentore vero è stato lui. Poi ho avuto tanti maestri perché io credo che uh, nel nostro mestiere c'è da imparare da tutti, anche dal signore o dalla signora che lava i piatti. Um, definitely he was his mentor, his real mentor, but uh, uh, he has had so many masters <laughs> and uh, teachers, and uh, one of the things that he thinks is that uh, not only you learn from these big people, you only also learn from the people that wash the dishes and everything. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You know, in, in, uh, in our business, in the comedy business, it's, all, it's very... It's, in similar in the sense that you learn from the greats and the and the great comedians and the great people but you also learn from the new people and you learn from the the waiters and from mm-hmm. the bartender you learn so much from all the different pieces of the puzzle you know and the and the best way to be the top to be the top of your game is to know every like all the positions but you know below you and around you and stuff so that way you have respect for them but you know um What was your friendship like with him? Was it a friendly thing uh, with... Uh, La tua relazione con lui, come è stata? Cosa was it... Fre- de- 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 no, no, friendly, no. <laughs> <laughs> non è possibile una relazione amichevole. È una relazione da allievo e maestro. Quindi rispetto totale. Per me è ancora adesso Dio in terra. Wow. Uh, well, you heard that it was yeah, definitely yeah, no, <laughs> a friend. <laughs> he was he really, really was his teacher, and he's still now uh, 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 see, looking at him as a, uh, a god in mm. this earth. Yeah, right. A mio giudizio, sì. A mio giudizio è ancora il miglior uno dei miglior cuochi al mondo viventi. Uh, and uh, he believes that he's still one one of the best uh, chefs in the world right now what can you just is there one i i mean i know it's a hard it's hard to you know boil it down to this but is there one thing that he that you learned from him from marchesi that you could share with our audience c'è qualcosa particolarmente che hai imparato da lui qualcosa hai imparato molte cose ma una particolare che ti rimane ho imparato il rispetto per l'alimento e la ricerca spasma, e la ricerca sempre migliore, migliore della materia prima. E, e fant- no, dover migliorare, dover cercare la materia prima. È questo che io faccio anche al palato ora. La ricerca della materia prima eccellente. He learns from him so many things, but one of the most important was the respect for the food and how to choose, pick and choose the right uh, elements, the right mm-hmm. ingredients, okay, in order to make an, an excellent dish. Wow. 
Incredible. And um, uh, I would be remiss without mentioning uh, Chef Monsieur. 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 Robuchon. Robuchon. (laughs) The French chef that you worked under as well. Who was harder? Who was harder to to work for? Qual è stato più forte di lavorare? Allora, sicuramente Marchesi, perché eh, Robuchon, ho lavorato presso Robuchon, ma io non l'ho neanche visto per quanto era lontano praticamente da noi. Assolutamente. So definitely for him, Marchesi, even though the Bouchon, I mean, he couldn't see him physically because he was so far away from him oh in, in the chain. <laughs> really? C'erano, c'erano minimo, minimo 20 cuochi tra me e lui ogni volta. Between the both of them were at least 20, 20 cooks. <laughs> between wow. Oh my Lord. Però la Francia è un passaggio obbligato per ogni persona che vuole diventare cuoco. But anybody that wants to become a chef definitely has to go to France to learn some mm-hmm. stuff there. Um, what about uh, no, Matt? I mean, oh, I really, I really want to get into Dubai and talk about mm-hmm. Dubai because I've I've never been to Dubai. I've read a lot about <laughs> yeah. it. It seems like a very interesting, amazing place. What? Uh, when did you move to Dubai? Uh, quando ti hai spostato per il Dubai? Quando? Io a Dubai sono partito nel 2000 e credo nel 2008-2009 e mi sono fermato lì per uh, 3-4 anni. He moved to Dubai in 2008-2009 and then he stopped there for about 4 years. Non sanno mangiare a Dubai però, eh. so che è così ma non sanno mangiare. Uh, he says that in Dubai <laughs> they don't know how to eat. <laughs> they don't know how to eat? No, <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Then you could go there and no, show no, them no, a thing no, or two, no. Steve. I could show them. I could show them how to eat. Um, so di non dire, so, so di non dire una cosa bella, ma è vero, perché io ho cucinato per uh, i principi, per, uh, per tutti, per, uh, per, quel, per il pubblico che conta in Dubai, ma mangiano veramente, veramente male. He knows that it's a really, you know, it's not a good things to say that they don't know how to eat in Dubai. That's okay. That's all right. But, uh, They're not ha- listening. <laughs> he has cooked for princes and all this royalty, and uh, but still they don't know how to eat. That's all right. Uh, Italy is listening. We have a lot yes. of fans in Italy. So oh, nice. And so do you. And so yeah. do you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have a couple questions. So let's say somebody is just a home cook. What should they have in their kitchen at all times? What should they have stocked? Hai uh, una domanda, se certo. tu sei solo tranquillo a casa e tu non sei un chef, sei solo certo. una persona, che devi avere in cucina sempre? Sempre devi avere un pezzo di parmigiano reggiano, una bottiglia d'olio e del pomodoro e ovvi- ovviamente della pasta. Always have a parmesan cheese, mm-hmm. ok? Uh, olive oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, pasta. Pasta, definitely pasta. And definitely uh, tomatoes. <laughs> okay. So when you have ingredients like this, you talk about, say, Parmesan cheese, there's Parmigiana Reggiana from Italy, which is very expensive, especially here in the U.S. Yeah. Are there ingredients like that, like, say, balsamic vinegar? Real balsamic vinegar is very, very expensive. But here in the U.S., we have this sort of, like, balsamic-flavored red wine vinegar is what it is, right? So on ingredients are the things where you say you should spend your money for sure on this thing, but on this other thing, you can get away with the cheaper version. It's going to be okay. 
uh, what happens with the ingredients is that, for example, Parmesan cheese, it's very expensive. It's yeah. not that it's very expensive. It's the real price of the Parmesan yeah. cheese. Because sometimes it, uh, there was an article a few months ago where it says that the, most of the Parmesan cheese that comes to U.S. have a, at least 40% of uh, uh, wood cellulose. Yeah, it's fake. It's fake. <laughs> yeah. So that's why you can buy a kilo or a pound of uh, Parmesan cheese for $3. I mean, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. So, um, uh, and then the same with the balsamic vinegar. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the opportunity to have one of the most beautiful balsamic vinegar that it's a Malpighi. And uh, actually, it's the oldest uh, family doing balsamic vinegar in Modena. Mm -hmm. uh, they have kept the tradition for almost 600 years and wow. they pass it on from generation to generation. Actually, it's so beautiful. Uh, we have a doc documentary in our webpage in ilpalatoitaliano.it. Uh, which is amazing, where the, the father teach the son at the early age of four years old how mm -hmm. to start, you know, uh, making the balsamic vinegar. And remember, it's not that it's expensive, but to get a liter, a liter of yeah. balsamic vinegar, you need a hundred liters yes. of yeah. wine. So wow. it's and it's a process that goes from two, three years mm -hmm. to 120, 150 yeah. years. Oh, my so, God. Unbelievable. So when you – and that's one of the things that Il Palato Italiano wants to do in America. Mm -hmm. It's to educate uh, people about these kind of things because the, 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 the brand made in Italy, it's so huge in the world mm -hmm. that – but we Italians are the one that doesn't use it that, that, that often. It's, mm -hmm. it's the least people that we use is the, the, that brand name. It's us. So we're trying to teach people uh, about the real, real, real food, the real ingredients, the real way to eat this kind of products, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, because it's fine that in America you have fettuccine alfredo with chicken, sure. you know? And everybody swears that that's an Italian dish, <laughs> but it's yeah. not. Right. <laughs> Italian right. style. It's, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's good, yeah. but it's not an Italian dish. So mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't need to stop there. Mm -hmm. But we need to go beyond, and we need to go beyond yeah. the ingredients, beyond how do you do it. And that's the mission of Il Palato Italiano, Chef Filippo, Tiziana, and all the staff, and the whole staff. Io credo che, dico una cosa perché è importante, io amo l'America, e amo gli americani, e ci sto benissimo in America. E credo che gli americani meritano di mangiare meglio. Il Palato Italiano fa questo. Uh, he says that he loves American people. He <laughs> loves United States of America. I mean, he's in love with United States. And he really feels that United States deserves to eat better. I mean, to eat uh, the mm -hmm. Italian food, of course, in the right way. And that's what Il Palato Italiano wants to do. I, I'm 100% support it. I think you guys, I, I think I really believe that you guys should have a restaurant here in Los Angeles. And I know that's something that you guys are discussing, but mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, uh, I've, I mean, I've had a lot of meals in my life, <laughs> but I've never experienced anything like that night. That was complete. And it wasn't even like, look, there were other celebrity people around the table, but I couldn't have given two shits about <laughs> most of the people that were sitting around the table because because it, it, they were like inconsequential the to food the was food. The, star. the food was the star that oh. night, 100%. I, I didn't even talk. Uh, what's the uh, who's the guy from Eight Mile that was there? Um, uh, I can't yeah. remember. Mackay Pfeiffer was, was there. He was sitting two seats over. I didn't even realize he was sitting there <laughs> until the dinner was over. 
Like, wow. and I'm a huge fan of Mackay Pfeiffer. Like, I'm a big, a big Mackay Pfeiffer <laughs> fan. I'm a, I'm a Pfeiffer fan. Yeah. A, <laughs> people say that. People refer to you're me. Also yeah. huge. They say I'm a Pfeiffer fan. You know, you're a huge Mackay Pfeiffer fan, huge, and you're, huge. you're also huge. Oh, real nice, real nice. <laughs> I'm definitely a Pfeiffer fan, and uh, and then I didn't, I didn't even talk to him because I was, I was obsessed, obsessed with the food, with the fi- and the fish. That night, it was the it was it was uh, it was the sea bass. bass, and it was amazing. I've had sea bass here in Los Angeles at restaurants, and I'm like, bah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so ama- it was amazing. Um, that's my that's my review. Oh, thank uh, you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Um, a well, few more a few more kitchen questions for you. Yes, yes. He's Besides got real kitchen questions, because <laughs> I, I cook a lot at home. Like I enjoy cooking. I watch a lot of cooking shows on TV, so I like making stuff. But so besides your knife, what is the most important thing in your kitchen? Uh, oltre del cortello, qual è l'altra cosa che è più importante in la cucina? Because <laughs> everyone says their knife is number one, right? That's the number one. Cortello, tutti quanti dicono che il cortello è numero uno. Ma Very è good question. <laughs> <laughs> è importantissimo, per, secondo me, la, la concentrazione. È, è importantissimo sempre, la cosa che non deve mancare mai, quando si cucina lo si deve fare per qualcuno altrimenti si sta facendo solo da mangiare. Uh, other than the knife, uh, what he says that it's very, very important is to be concentrated, to be mm-hmm. focusing on what you're doing. But most important is that you're cooking for somebody. You're not just doing uh, cooking. You're cooking for somebody. And that's the most important part in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's a very nice. You got another one? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get this mount tape. Here. Uh, what about, uh, what about, uh, uh, oh, how about this? This is a good one. Um, okay, so here's, here's a, here's a, here's a solid question. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, <laughs> solid question. Um, why do you love food? What do you love about food? Perché ami il cibo? Perché lo ami? Perché il cibo e la buona cucina rende felici le persone. E io sono una persona felice. Because the food and the good cook uh, makes people really, really happy. And I'm a happy person and I want everybody to be happy. I love it. I love it. What about you? What about you? Allora, vicino al cibo, al buon cibo, ci vuole anche un buon bicchiere di vino. Questo è importantissimo, però bisogna bere sempre con moderazione, bisogna eh, gustare quello che si beve, non solo tanto per. So, uh, with a beautiful dish, you need also to pair it with a beautiful glass of wine. That's very important. Uh, you need to really, really, really love the, 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 that, that combination, but always in moderation, of course. How do you know which wine goes with the food? Because, like, they have general rules, you know, like red wine with red meat and white wine with chicken or things like that. But how do you really know what come, to drink? Come sai, que, 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 che vino va con quel, quel cibo? Perché ci sono delle regole che sono... Ci sono delle regole che il rosso va con il red meat. E la cosa più difficile è spiegare alle, agli ospiti che sono seduti a tavola che è importante eh, abbinare un vino a un cibo. E, perché se il vino è giusto per l'abbinamento, esalta il cibo. Eh, in una cena mi è stato detto che con... La ragosta era ottimo il vino rosso. 
le scelte non si discutono, <ride> ma è impossibile. <ride> so Come for- on, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. She says that it's very difficult to teach people about, uh, because it's very important to pair the right wine with the dish, because the wine would, uh, would make the fl- flavor of the dish really, really make it good, okay? Mm-hmm. And, but uh, she was on the dinner some, uh, these days, and somebody said that with the lobster, the red wine was very, very nice. Mm-hmm. And she said, mm, okay, it's your choice, but <laughs> I definitely I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> so. So which box should I buy? No And you know what happens is, I'm sorry, it's, it's very important this part because wine is so important. When you go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, they, the first thing that they ask you is what kind of wine do you want? Mm-hmm. And that's wrong because the first thing that they need to ask you is what kind of food you're having. Yeah. Then, and then what kind of wine? Yeah. What kind of wine do you want to have? So yeah. it's all it's a way around, you know, it's it's backwards. Yeah. It's, so you need to go there. Choose first what you're going to eat mm-hmm. and then make a selection of your wine because then you're making the right choice, the right decision. Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. Now, uh, I have heard a rule of thumb is that you should never cook with a wine that you wouldn't drink. Oh. Is that uh, true? Uh detto che tu non devi mai cucinare con un vino che tu mai beveres. Allora, vi spiego perché eh, mia sorella eh, lavora anche insieme a me. Io non bevo, non amo il, in particolar modo l'alcol, non bevo. Io sono astemio completamente. Ecco perché mi affido a lei per tutto. Però non, io il vino in cucina non lo uso. So, uh, he doesn't drink at all. Mm-hmm. And that's why he, uh, he always uh, is with his sister, her, his sister because mm-hmm. she knows how to do it. So, she, he is very relaxed about it mm-hmm. because his sister is there. But particularly, he never, never cooks with wine. Really? Wow. Not in really? sauces or anything? No, perché uh, il vino in cucina serve a dare acidità. Serve perché tutta la parte alcolica va via, serve a dare aromaticità. Si può tranquillamente ottenere con l'utilizzo di erbe e di tutt'altro che, che alcol. Non ah. sarebbe corretto fare cucinare con del vino perché chi come me non beve non è, non è giusto che ci sia del vino nel cibo. So for him it's not right to cook with wine because there are people that don't drink. So mm-hmm. it's, it's unfair to cook with wine does, uh, and give it to somebody that doesn't drink. Wow. But uh, he can achieve all the flavors that sometimes you achieve with the wine with all different uh, ingredients without mm-hmm. uh, introducing any alcohol into the food. Wow. wow. Il cuoco ha una giacca bianca. Eh, la giacca bianca del cuoco è uguale a quella che indossavano e indossano tuttora i medici fanno da mangiare e voi quando entrate in un ristorante vi fidate di chi cucina per voi è giusto che i cuochi siano delle persone di cui fidarsi so he says that he is comparing now the, the, uh, a chef with a doctor because uh, the, the chef used the white, um, white jacket mm-hmm. okay? uh, the same as the doctors so it's very very good to trust the decisions that the chef makes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, when you're making, I assume you make your own pasta in your restaurants and yeah. things like that, you're doing these in bigger batches. Do you find that there's something different about making it in a machine versus when you make pasta by hand, like you use a fork and the egg in the middle? Like, I've done that, and it's 
it's difficult when you have to do all that stuff. But I mean, by machine, is there something that it it loses in any way in terms of the the way that it's made? So uh, he says that, of course, when you go to a restaurant, they cook in big bowls because there are a lot of people. But uh, when he you make the pa- right. Uh, like, I like when you, I'm explaining in, yeah, 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 in English. Okay, that's okay. really nice. So anybody knew about it? Allora, allora, quando vai in un ristorante, loro cucinano in quantità grandi, ovviamente grosse quantità. Allora, quella si fa il paragone con cucinare a mano o cucinare con una macchina. Che perde il cibo quando cucina con una macchina? <laughs> perde l'anima. It lost, it loses its soul mm-hmm. when wow. you cook with the machine. That's yeah, what right. it happens. Non è più, non è più cibo, ma um, è soltanto qualcosa per cui nutrirsi. Il cibo è volersi bene e amarsi. It's not food anymore. It's just a thing that you eat to to you know nourish your your body but that's that's it there's mm-hmm. not more uh, something that you eat because you love it e bisogna prendersi il tempo per mangiare non bisogna correre e mangiare guidare e mangiare bere e guidare bisogna sedersi e mangiare you need time to eat you need to take the time to eat you can't drive and eat at the same time you really need to sit and put the foot your legs under the table well, now you know here's a que- here's a question that is burning in my brain now is uh where do you eat when you when you're here where do you go are you is it is it chipotle in the afternoon <laughs> what, what's happening where do you go for like where have you gone to eat since you've, been, have you gone to eat anywhere since you've been here voi dove vai io apprezzo perché a me piace mangiare a los angeles perché comunque vedo che ci sono a me piacciono le contaminazioni in cucina quindi a me, io, a me Los Angeles, e di nuovo ripeto, gli americani, mi piace, quindi io mangio gli hamburger quando vengo qui e mi piacciono tantissimo. So he, when he comes to United States, I mean, he loves America. He yeah, loves America. Of course, of course. Of course. And what he does is he eats hamburgers. I mean, he loves <laughs> really? hamburgers in United States. I mean, he loves, if uh, he eats in America, he's going to eat hamburgers. He loves it. La in carne out? americana è fantastica. Do you go to In-N-Out? <laughs> the, because he, he says that the meat in the United States is it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, different kind of cows. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, one one last question, and then we have a fun thing to do with you, yeah. real quick, and then we'll be done. Um, th- and I always like asking something like this, but when when you were presented with the Michelin star, when that when that happened that day, can you tell us what how that changed your life or how you felt? Come ha cambiato la tua vita? For both of you, please. Quel giorno che hai ricevuto quella Michelin star. Per... Ok, allora, quello diventa importante, però effettivamente non è mai una cosa personale, è una cosa del ristorante, della, di tutti quelli che lavorano con te. E sicuramente ti cambia in meglio, però continui a fare il tuo lavoro, continui a fare quello che è, è la tua vita, continui a cucinare, ma il riconoscimento non è mai solo a una persona, è a tutto lo staff che lavora, quindi è di tutti. It definitely changed his life because it's really, really amazing to receive that kind of award. But uh, it's not an individual award. When you have the Michelin star, it's you and the restaurant and the people and the team. It's a, it's a team thing. It's not just an individual thing. And uh, for him, it's very important. But after that, you keep on going and being a chef and cooking. Wow. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, 
Um, okay, here's a here's a fun uh, thing. Me and Matt, uh, <laughs> we went to the store, and I, here's the thing: is I'm I'm like trying to be very good. I'm on a diet now. All right, I'm on a very solid diet, and uh, and so there's certain foods that have come out that I can't try, or I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try them. I want you guys to try them. We're gonna get your American opinion. foods. We can get oh, your American opinion foods. On. Hang on, we're, we're gonna, gonna ask get, you about. Hang on, I gotta get it on. Yeah. Lui farà un giochino certo. adesso. Loro sono andato a comprare okay, qualche cibo qua sì. che lui non prova perché è una dieta, ma okay. lui ti ha portato okay. il cibo right, per fare oh. questo gioco Just per vedere. Okay. This, okay, so, um, who was presented with a Michelin star. Yeah. We, we have you here. <laughs> We're going to try out fruit gushers. These are... Uh, fruit candies. They're fruity candies. Uh, we're going <laughs> to give them a shot. You tell me. This give is us your American opinion. Your <laughs> honest very... opinion of what they taste okay. like. Oh, there. Here. You, got, you can you take oh, one. Oh, wow. uh, here, Michelangelo. Don't feel left out. Oh, oh, yeah, don't feel left you. out. Thank, thank I'll try uh, some fruit gushers. Try some fruit gushers, too. They say they're fruit-flavored snacks. And they're tropical flavors. Okay. <laughs> this is supposed to be tr- they're supposed to be tropical. Okay, well, hang on. What, is it, what, it, what, it, what does it smell like? It smells like wax. <laughs> Le amo. Fantastic. <laughs> Le amo. Non posso farne più a meno. You want to take these with you back to... You don't just eat them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What else do you do? Dice, What else are you supposed to dice, do with them? No you want to give, you give it a mangi. shot? This is a, this is a thing that people are eating. What does it smell like? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, do you, how do you say shit in Italian? Merda. Merda. I'll try one. <laughs> He agrees uh, with you. You just try have one. to try. Just try one. You just have to try one. Okay. That's fine. Come era? Quello che dicevi tu prima? Why you said uh, the, the translation you were looking the word that you were looking oh, for? Sriracha? No, no, oh, no, the other merda. one. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bacon and cranberry <laughs> protein gluten-free. <laughs> epic bar. It's, it's like epic a... Bar. You want to try it? It's kind of like yeah. a Slim Jim, but bison. Io sono un cuoco. Io assaggio tutto, eh? He's a chef. He tries everything. Io ho mangiato tutto. Io ho mangiato tutto. La carne. Oh, man. This is real guy. Take a little piece. I'll try some of that. No, no, no. Need for try this. Your first smells. It's all right. No bad. It's not bad? No bad. No, no. All right. Yeah. Not bad. You heard it here. All right. What else we got? What else? No bad. Oh, no. This is a big one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this oh is the, the brand new Oreo <laughs> chocolate candy bar. 
Um, I don't know why they decided to turn this into a candy bar, but it is a candy bar. Candy bar. Oh, and that sounds good. And oh, that's many, a new thing. Oh, here, you can you take one. Oh, okay. thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Give Thanks. it a shot. Give it a shot. Io, this is a candy bar. It's the Oreo candy bar. Io vi, vi devo confessare anche un'altra cosa. Eh, io oltre al oh, vino. It comes up in little pieces. It's like a Toblerone. Yeah. Io oltre al vino, yeah. io oltre al vino, uh, oh, non amo oh, il cibo, non amo il cibo, non amo il, uh, non amo il do- i dolci. He doesn't like uh, the sweet, the sweet things. Yeah, no, not a, not a fan of this. It's too sweet. Mm. Abbiamo un amico però che mangia oh. molti dolci, questo gli piacerebbe, mettiamolo via. Mm. But we have a friend that he loves the sweetness. Oh, I mean, okay. it's right there. He loves allora, the sweetness. The verdict on that is... Uh, <laughs> qua, non è che... What's non, the verdict on that non one? È, non è che non sia buono. It's not that it's not good. È soltanto artefatto, è chimico. Because, but the problem is that it, it's a lot of chemicals in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, look. We've got this thing. This is called... Non, this is non-GMO... Vegan and gluten free, so yeah. you know oh. it's good. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well. Uh, this is no. This is from Betty Lou, and it's uh, it's called a strawberry fruit bar, and it's supposed to taste like pie. Yeah, <laughs> like a like a fresh non piece GMO. of pie. Not GMO. Vegan and gluten free. Cosa c'entrano col cibo? What is what did he say? So <laughs> he said, no GMO, uh, gluten free, and vegan. What that has anything to do with food? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. does that have? Should have been written. È buono, fa bene ed è sano. It should be written like it's good, it's good for your health, <laughs> yeah. and it's healthy. But it smells fruity. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'll try a piece of this. Mm. Yeah, they love it. Uh, Nothing. No, we're good. We're good. Mm. Chef is trying. Mm. Oh, why you have a bunch of stuff well, in it? <laughs> we'll, go to the, we'll go to the big one because we have to wrap it up. Um, all right, this is the big one. Yeah. Um, now, what a surprise you have Oreo there. cookies. Yeah. Every uh, few months, they decide to come up with some sort of new version. Ridiculous new version. They had birthday cake Oreos. They had, uh, what, what was it? What was it? Uh, uh, the you double fudge, uh, double yeah. fudge, all sorts of weird. all kinds of them. Yeah. This one just came out. It's for Easter. Acquisto per per. They are <laughs> Peeps Oreos. It's okay. This this is Peeps Oreos. Did you know Peeps are there these marshmallow peeps candies marshmallow that look candy. like a little chick? Wow, you are my marshmallow. Just. So, I, I, a me piace a me piace SpongeBob, quindi io sono uno di quelli che mette i marshmallow sul fuoco e li arrostisce, giuro, giuro, giuro. He loves s'mores and uh, he loves marshmallows oh and he God. loves SpongeBob. Oh, right, But it, maybe you'll like it. Io guardo SpongeBob con le mie bambine, quindi lo adoro. He loves SpongeBob. He loves SpongeBob. So do I. I love SpongeBob. Oh my God. Just you know, I have read on the internet that if you eat enough of these, that your poop will turn pink. Wow. Ha uh, detto che se tu mangi molto di questo, si diventa rosa. Vai dal bagno e diventa rosso. Ok, come Patrick praticamente <laughs> diventa rosso. <laughs> like like SpongeBob. <laughs> like SpongeBob. Yeah. Like SpongeBob. Like SpongeBob. <laughs> Just like SpongeBob. <laughs> A me piace questo perché. <laughs> He loves it. Do you have fun, No. Oh, he loves it! <laughs> And last thing, I, I have these okay. candies that are imported from Italy, 
eucalyptus candy from Oreo. Italy that are Oreo. actually uh, I enjoy these a great Impor- deal. Imported from Italy. Yes. They have a bunch of different kinds from, but no, these no, are the no, eucalyptus no, no, ones. No, they're very. No. Mento, Italy, chips. You've never seen this before? Okay. No. Se questa caramella viene dall'Italia, io sono il re dell'America, okay? He says that if this candy comes from Italy, he is the king of the United States. <laughs> It's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> All right, we're good. All right, um, guys, uh, having getting a chance to sit down with you and and really talk about food and hear it from you know from your perspective and why it's important to you, I I think is uh, is so important and so cool. And I mean, me and Matt talk about food. All the time, like we're constantly talking. Like he's and he's always cooking and he's always baking and always making stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the second that I met you guys, the first thing I thought was how cool it would be to get to sit down with you. So I, I appreciate. I know that you guys are about to leave to go to London. 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 Where yeah. are you? Who are you? Uh, aside from Prince Harry, who else are you uh, <laughs> taking care of out there? Uh, we're going to the Rack, which is a Royal Automobile Club. Club in uh, London. Uh, it's a club that has about 17,000 members. Oh very God. elegant, mm-hmm. very, you know, at, at high, high end. And they have invited us to go do an event there in London. So we're leaving uh, tonight, actually. Unbelievable. Yeah, terrific. Amazing. Yes, yes. Well, I can't thank you enough for, you know, sitting down with us here at the lovely Beverly Hilton. Um, no, it we was want to thank you for thank you. having oh, us with you. Great. Great. We are thank big you. fans, and we really love you guys. We <laughs> Where, really thank do. You. Where thank can you. Uh, people find you on the on the internet if they want to follow you on? The, well, it's www.ilpalatoitaliano.it or .com, which is I L P S and Peter A L A T S and Tom O Italiano dot com. And if you want to, if if you want to follow Chef. Uh, Philippe on the uh, Filippo on the on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I would I would do it if I were you. It's it's awesome. F I L I P P O S I N I S G A L L I, and uh, you can see uh, some of the amazing, beautiful dishes. And the I mean, the pictures are absolutely. They look like a work of art. They're gorgeous. Mm. They make they, my Instagram look like garbage. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> they really, really do. <laughs> Um, Matt, where can, are you? Are either of you guys on the Instagram or the Twitter stuff that people? Uh, Chef Filippo has an Instagram. Uh, yeah. Uh, Aside from uh, anybody else, uh, TT, do you, do you do Instagram or Twitter? Purtroppo io non sono uno molto come si dice social media. Social media. Have time for this nonsense. Yeah, you don't have time for social media. Passo troppo tempo in cucina. But if you put hashtag il palato italiano, it will it will go there. Absolutely, Matt. Where can people find you on the internet? Well, you can find pictures of my garbage food compared to his <laughs> nah. at uh, funnymat.com I've got all of there and then you can let me know what you think of it by going to mattwalkersucks.com that's the best um, <laughs> you can always get me at Stephen Glickman S-T-E-P-H-E-N Glickman on Twitter Instagram and YouTube don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast leave your comments and uh, and share 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 and, and eat 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 
We love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. This was a blast. Thank you so much. It was wonderful. Thank you.